All right, so this week I'd like to start the podcast with a little song. Are you ready? <clears throat> Happy birthday to Psy Guys. Happy birthday to Psy Guys. Happy birthday, dear Psy Guys. Come on, Corey, join in. Happy birthday to you. Psy Guys. We have now been doing the podcast for 26 weeks. That's a half a year. A half a year. And to celebrate, if you're watching on YouTube, you will already know this, but James is sitting in the host chair. Am I? Oh, I am. I didn't realize it was the host chair until today. I thought it was just my chair. No. Yeah, but you're the host. So it's the host chair. Oh, this looks very nice. I look very good in the host chair. So James is doing an episode today. We'll see how it turns out. I am. To celebrate the happy birthday. Does that mean I'm commanding everyone? You are. Tell us what to do. Um, Give me a round of applause. Start the show. Corey was reluctant, but he's obedient. Hello and welcome to the Psy Guys, Woo! the show where I've forgotten how the intro goes. Wow, look at you go. Hello and welcome to the Psy Guys, the show where we talk about the crazy, crazy weird, weird and wonderful stories from, from the science, science world. world. My name is Cory and I'm, <laughs> as usual, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jamp and Luke Cutflop. Hello! Today, we're talking about toxic umbrellas and killer curry. That is a good start, James. Good Isn't solid it? title. I thought it was really good. Uh, so... In the north of England, there is a place called Annick. Is there? And in Annick, there is a big castle. Uh, Annick Castle. Annick Castle, called yeah. Annick Castle, yeah. yeah. I've been there. And in the grounds not... of Annick Castle, there is Annick Garden. Ooh. And in the grounds Annick of Annick Garden. Garden, there's the Annick Poison Garden. Ooh. So they've got a garden inside of a garden. There's a garden inside of a garden. Is the actually... garden not called Gardens? Annick Gardens? No, it's Annick Garden. Okay. It's only one. But then inside no, of because, the one garden, there I'm are multiple gardens. No, because, actually, because it's, it a ring garden? Shape, it's a ring-shaped garden. Right. So the other garden isn't inside that garden. It actually is outside the perimeter of it. Ah. There you go. Thanks, Corey, for educating us on not your I episode. made it up. Oh. <laughs> 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 so today we're talking about the Anik Poison Garden. Which is a smaller garden inside the bigger garden. Does it only kill Nicks? Well, it does kill Nicks, but not only Nicks. <laughs> but it's a Nick Poison Garden. Shut up. We got the <laughs> joke, Corey. <laughs> oh, oh so apparently James didn't get the joke. So fantastic. Thanks for no, explaining. No, I did, but it was cleverer than I thought. <laughs> so uh, it's actually the poison garden. It's it's inside, but it's boarded off by like this giant black gate. Because it's a poison garden. Because it's a poison assume. garden, yeah. yeah. Obviously, they have to keep all the poison inside. But there, uh, there's these giant... Famously, the poison is thwarted by gates. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a gate. Um, have you never played Pokemon? Poison type is always weak to gate types. I have never played Pokemon. So, so on the main entrance to the poison garden, yes. there's a skull and crossbones, and it says, "These plants can kill." Wow. It looks straight out of like some fantasy film. Ominous, extra. But that sounds it's a, it's like a, the plants are going extra. to come and get you. It's like like so you know, fly traps. You know what you're getting. They're into. not coming to get you. They stay very still. <laughs> Not all plants stay still, Corey. Venus uh, flytraps. <laughs> they don't they're walk away with little plant legs. You don't know what they do when you're not looking at them. Huh. Plants actually like plants actually do move a lot, you know. Just really slowly. And you think, yeah, if you do a time lapse of a plant, they move all the time. Yeah, but I reckon if you did a time lapse of me, I move quite a lot more. Actually, well, no, I, I mean, stay no, don't. You, stay, you yeah. stay very still. I definitely don't move more. <laughs> you move like once on I a Monday to, to come here, and I then you come back to <laughs> The garden is headed by... Uh, Gardener Trevor Jones. I mean, that's 
that's inappropriate. Gardener's headed. Yeah. Oh, he's the head gardener. So, uh, <laughs> the head <laughs> gardener is Trevor Jones. <laughs> You're gonna give him some reward. He does. He does a lot of work. You know, he's quite famous. He's got millions of views on YouTube. He's done, really? He's done a video with Tom Scott. Wow. I've watched this video with Tom <gasps> Scott. I think I've watched this video you, too. You probably have, this is why I didn't mention this to okay. you. Okay. Because I was like, you've probably watched this. Is this, um, do they have mandrakes there? Right. Don't spoil the episode. I'm sorry. I'm Don't sorry. Don't spoil the episode. Okay, okay. Uh, so there's over a hundred species of plants. Okay. In general. Can, in general, <laughs> but sorry. also inside the garden that can kill you. Oh, Corey, you're doing a very good job at just annoying interruptions that James normally does. <laughs> is this how Corey feels? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's trying to tell a story and we're this just like, blah, 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 blah. This, is, hor- I- this <laughs> is horrible. I'm reading all this information. As soon as I do it, I feel bad because yeah. I've been there. I get it. <laughs> Am I a joke to you? Uh, so when you go in, you're like, he does tours, by the way. Trevor does tours. He can take you around. I've actually done a tour. I've been there. Trevor does tours. Sounds like that would be his Instagram <laughs> <Yeah>. handle. <laughs> he does. He, he takes people around and you can, he takes you through all the plants. He'll tell you all about everything in the garden. It's very nice. What's the point um, of the gates if you're going to let people in? Well, suppose... It's for the sign. <laughs> it's for the sign. <laughs> so when you when you enter, you're instructed not to touch, taste, smell, anything. Lick. Very specific instructions. Lick. I think lick counts as tasting. Yeah, that's... Well, what if, what you, if you don't, don't have a sense of taste? Sense of taste yeah. Ha ha! I, I will a, lick what I please. Eh? I guess I guess that's a bit ableist of me. It's quite a bit. Not being able to taste is a disability, no. It is. I mean, it literally is. It's I mean disability <laughs> lacking the ability to taste. taste. Yeah. You, are, you are less abled. So I'm going to take you through some of the plants inside the garden, including one of the most common plants in the in in just normal gardens and like Ooh. people's front gardens. Is it's it a plant, just? It's a plant called laurel. Oh. It's a hedge. Mm-hmm. And the leaves contain cyanide. Wow. They produce cyanide, yeah. And so uh, Victorians used to take the leaves of laurel and put them in like weird jars. And then when they'd catch butterflies, they put the butterflies in the jar with the laurel leaves. So the butterflies would just die from the cyanide poisoning. I feel like what? Victorians were like, Victorians put a lot of stuff in weird little jars. It That's was, so messed up. I don't understand mm-hmm. why. Not for like butterfly collecting. But it was just a, it was a cool little fact. So they found. put the butterfly in the jar so that the butterfly would eat the cyanide and die whether it would eat it or whether it would just be whether it be giving off fumes because people have also reported when they right when they have like if they if they take it anywhere if they have some laurel in their car they die on a hot day well they don't die but they go a bit dizzy because wow because mm, kind of that's the thing a lot of plants the car a lot of plants can uh, have cyanide in them apple seeds have cyanide tiny do they bit. yeah tiny bit yeah a little bit interesting not enough to kill it you'd have to eat a lot of apples oh, you'd have to eat a lot, it's doable yeah, yeah. but it, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because it's a natural compound. It's a carbon. You'd have to really like apples. Or really not like, you know. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, option three, hate apples so much <laughs> so that much. you commit suicide using apple seeds. You're a kamikaze apple eater. To get apples banned. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to consume all the apples so they don't exist. Some of them are less common, though. Plants such as ricinus communis. Oh, I love this. Do you love it? Yes, I, I do. I thought you might know something about this, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the lowdown for Luke. So, rice communis. It has like these. It's like this small plant with some funky red flowers and funky red leaves. Mm. It's very, it's red all over. It's very, very cool. Um, it is quite common in the UK and in most of Europe, I think, but it's not like it's something you'd find in your garden necessarily. Now, this plant produces beans. And inside the beans... Magic beans? Magic beans. That kill Deadly you. beans. Deadly beans, <laughs> because they contain something called ricin. 
Oh, yes. Yes. You know ricin? It's a super potent poison. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. super potent. The it was one in that Breaking they used Bad. on Alan Litvinenko, is it not? Yes, possibly. I think, I think it is. It's because it's quite, it's pretty untraceable. Alexander Litvinenko is a guy who was killed. He was a Russian spy, uh, and he was killed by a poisonous dart that was so it, it just felt as a scratch, and it had a poison so um, potent that he then died from what felt like a little scratch on him. I think you could put it on like I've got a I very, think someone put a very similar story. Was it someone putting it on a tip of an umbrella and scratching someone with an umbrella? Hence the toxic umbrellas. Oh, yeah. very good. So, it was a micro-engineered, very tiny ricin pellet. That was it. It was like a custom umbrella with a tip. As opposed, yeah. As opposed I mean, to just, be a custom just umbrella. It, with just like put it on no, the top of a normal it, umbrella. They're, and they're go, being sold everywhere, you know. Really sharp so the, umbrellas. <laughs> the umbrella was designed so that when you when you stab it into the back of someone, it's like it's like an instant injection. Yeah, it fires the pellet straight in, and that was used to assassinate. Let me find his name. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Ooh, Georgi Markov. Oh, another Russian. Who was a Bulgarian. Sorry, I'm racist. Novelist and playwright. <laughs> <laughs> novelist. He wasn't even a spy. I don't think so. I think he just wrote a lot about politics. And oh, so... yeah, but that's almost more like... You yeah, can get to more. that is worse, yeah. I think, like, I think going against K- the crown or going yeah. against the mm. government but I think, as a writer. I think KGB took responsibility for his assassination. Oh, but I, don't, I don't know how much is confirmed. He, did, he was killed in London. I remember he, this. He moved... Wait, no, I don't remember. No, I don't remember that. There was another one that was recent. (laughs) That was the. um, That was that one. You know, the one where the brothers who went to go and kill that guy. Yeah. Timothy, like. And then they they got arrested. And then when the police were interviewing them about the place where they were found doing the assassination, Hmm. they um, were like, no, we just wanted to visit this obscure (laughs) random village. And then they were like, for its nice bridge. And like, they basically listed the Wikipedia page of the place they were. God. God. To be fair, a lot of Eastern Europeans have been assassinated in the UK. Yes. That's too many. Well, it's easy to get confused. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the story of the umbrella. So basically he was, uh, there was a, like a tiny, I can't remember how much it was. It was like the size of 10 grains of salt or something. Wow. Tiny. A pellet that big was put into his leg mm. um, as he was waiting for a bus on Waterloo Bridge. And he died four days later, I believe. And it's it like a horrible death. It's a horrible mm. death. Because all your organs fail. Basically, yeah. It's very, very slow. Do you know why they fail? I do not. So, ricin inhibits your protein synthesis, ah. I believe it's called. Uh, it starts to take effect anywhere in between six hours and five days. Uh, it affects your central nervous system, your adrenal glands, your kidneys, and your liver, mainly. Um, and how it works is that it prevents various amino acids from assembling into the right order right um by scrambling the messages it receives from rna i believe yeah i don't know too much about biology but i believe i got this right <laughs> cory it's, um, it's something to do with the ribosome right so okay i know this because i studied it wow uh, um, that's why you're here so you've got your proteins which are essentially assembled on the ribosome mm-hmm. um so you take amino acids sorry what is the ribosome oh the, oh, the ribosome it, is just a place that proteins are made in the cell. Made in the cell. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, I'll get there. I'll get there. So uh, your amino acids match up to your DNA code, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ribosome is where you kind of like link those in together. Right. Okay. So the, the, amino, the amino acids follow that little um, DNA code and then join up and link in together to make a protein. But it's got to, it's, so it's made as kind of a long chain, but it folds mm. up into like whatever shape as it's being made. Mm. So I think ricin probably interrupts that, that bit on the ribosome where yeah. 
they're joining in together to make a long chain. It's basically described as interrupting the message. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just, just like that. So it causes, uh, firstly, diarrhea and vomiting. That's which, always fun. Which doesn't kill you, uh, but it eventually leads... You can die from diarrhea. Well, and I, guess, vomiting. I guess you can. It's dehydration. But really. I think you would first die by either circulatory shock, respiratory failure, or organ failure. Hooray! Which is a very, very slow, horrible death, Lovely. I'm, I'm sure. Apparently there is an antidote that was developed, or has been developed, by the UK military. But it's not been tested on humans yet. Wow. Probably should, I probably they're should just get around to that. No, they're just waiting for someone to get... get Might have to have it put in their that. body. Because you don't want to test it, do you? Why don't you... Oh, here's an idea. You find someone you want to assassinate. <gasps> and you try to assassinate Clever. them. Yes. And then you give them the antidote. And if it doesn't work... Eh. You wanted to assassinate them anyway. Yeah. But yeah. that's what happened. Yes. Princess die. Yeah. So that's, that's it on ricin. Lovely. We're going to move on to another plant now. We're going to move on to brugmansia. Mm, lovely <laughs> name. Also known as angel's trumpet. Which I think is, <laughs> which I think is a lot nicer. Is that because the flower looks like a little trumpet? It does. It looks very much like a trumpet. They come in two shades. It's either like a white or a really pastel pink color. Oh, that's so aesthetic. And the pastel pink is very lovely. Wow, you're going to get a selfie with this lovely plant, Corey. It's a selfie. Dead. It's very nice. <laughs> so, Angel's Trumpet has mild hallucinogenic effects. Oh, have you got some with you? <laughs> Unfortunately, I, they wouldn't let me take it out of the garden. <laughs> is that tea you're drinking? It's water. Oh, it's water. Shame. Because old Victorian ladies used to sprinkle some of the pollen into their tea. So they could trip. So they could basically trip and, quote, have nice tea parties. That's you the old-timey version, <laughs> <is>, version of <laughs> brie, like, brie parties. Nothing, yeah, yeah, exactly what I was going to say. There's nothing I love more than finding out these funny ways that, like, um, yeah. women have been secretly doing drugs. And my favourite one is that there is a story of, of this thing called breeing, mm. where, like, middle-aged rich women mm. would have parties around their house where they would get cheese, brie, and stuff it with MDMA. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then eat it and have like these funny little ecstasy parties. Oh my God. And, but they were stuffing that was the it last thing cheese. I was expecting. It's like the most middle class, most like proper thing I've ever heard. But oh they're also God. just taking other drugs. Oh my God. It would be better in camembert. Would it, Corey? Well, yeah. <laughs> would <laughs> it? I just mean like camembert is nice and gooey. You can just like spoon it up. Brie, right. who wants to eat a whole wheel of brie? Well, not me, but, you know. <laughs> I, I used to love brie when I ate cheese. Eh. It's Wensleydale. I'm a Wensleydale kind of man. What the hell is that? It's the one with cranberries. I've never had that. It's very good. Maybe we don't get it in Australia. Cheese guys. It is New podcast. Cheese guys. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it was also used by prostitutes in Paris. And when they would have climate... Climates? Climate change? Climate change. What is great? Parisian prostitutes me? protesting pollution. Please? Please! <laughs> that means they're not doing it. Begging I'm begging you, please! Parisian prostitutes protest pollution. They're the it's only the one difference that can between save us now. global annihilation. Parisian prostitutes are the hero we need in the climate change fight. Not, but not they're the not the hero we, we deserve. Not the one we deserve. <laughs> so prostitutes in Paris, when they would have clients come around, they would, again, give their client a drink. Right. They'd sprinkle some of the pollen in and then a lot more po pollen than the Victorian ladies. And so it also makes you a bit sleepy. So the clients would begin to trip a bit. And then as they get, as they get sleepier and sleepier, they would fall asleep and then have these wild sex dreams about the prostitute. What? And then when they sobered up and came to, they would pay the prostitute and leave without ever like <gasps> touching oh, her at all. But that's a mat. So they weren't prostitutes. So I guess they, in a way they weren't prostitutes. They were just hustlers. 
I'll do that. <laughs> like, that sounds great. I'll, I'll let some weird rich men trippy dream about me. See, yeah, they're not prostitutes at all. Then. Take many, their money and run away. They're lending out their body in a hallucination. For yeah. <laughs> How many people like just overshot it a little bit and accidentally mm. killed someone? Oh, I'm sure that happens. Yeah. Like a Probably. lot. Surely. <laughs> Let's move on from Angel's Trumpet. Another an- <laughs> Angel's Trumpet. That sounds like a brothel. It does. <laughs> it, does. it sounds like a, like a really sleazy brothel. club. Come to Angel's Trumpet. Do Trump do Girls, girls, girls. Angel's Trumpet. Another plant in the garden is called, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher so many names in this episode, Ruta Graviolens, which is also known as Witchbane. Witchbane or Witchmane? Witchbane. Witchbane. Bane of witches. Bane of witches. So would it kill so, witches? Is that the story? It would drive them off, surely. At least. So at least it would dry them off. <laughs> oh, I've got a wet I witch over here. <laughs> Give me some witch bane. Maybe that's where it came from. I didn't even think to... I would imagine it's I'll... being used as like a witch repellent or something. So a lot of old plants, um, warts means plants. So a lot of old plants uh, in, you know, way back when would have names like witch bane, dog's ear and stuff. Yeah. Um, because they'd be brewed into Monk's like... Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Be brewed into potions. So they're actually just plants that you have nowadays. Most of Harry Potter stuff is just plants you've got nowadays. Like mandrakes. like mandrakes, mandrakes, which we'll get to. <laughs> so, witchbane contains few. Another <laughs> few. Another, another word I'm going to butcher. Furanicumarins. Nice. Which is a phototoxic poison. Oh, I love phototoxic. That causes Tons. severe sensitivity to the touch of sun. Uh, what? If, so, like, if your child touches you, you will start burning. Basically, <laughs> your male child. <laughs> basically, if you touch this plant, it leaves a sap on your skin right and then exposure to sunlight will result that area to start blistering like the opposite of photosynthesis like the opposite of photosynthesis like terrible degradation and eventually yeah. it will if you stay in the sun long enough it take it leads to third degree burns what it's it's very painful and actually one of the one of the senior gardeners in the anic poison garden one day was walking by those plants the witchbane and saw a weed growing out near it and decided just without a glove, just pull up the weed. It's fine. Silly Got man. Your job is working in a poison I th- garden. I think it was a woman. Oh, sorry for, I, for I women assuming. Women can be in senior positions. I assumed it was a man. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, this was a man. I've, re- I've heard this story. That I was think, a man. I think no, it's I, a she. Honestly, I think I assumed what? it was a man because that was such a stupid thing to do. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. make that mistake. <laughs> women can be stupid too, I guess. That's gender equality. <laughs> Yeah, so as soon as she pulled up the weed, within an hour she had blisters and then eventually she had third degree burns. I mean, wear some bloody gloves. You're working in a poison garden. You should have gloves on you just at all times. Literally just put the gloves on. I would have like a spacesuit on. Um, similar to the witchbane is a is an actual weed called the giant hogweed. Now these do grow in gardens occasionally, but they're a bit rarer. They they do occur a lot in the UK. These are weeds that can grow to twelve feet tall. Wow. They are big, and even the flowers on them can get to two feet wide that's Whoa. too big they are proper big they've actually got one in the poison garden and it like towers above everyone i think theirs is about eight feet tall but they're like four feet taller than that are normal stinging nettles in the garden because those are poisonous technically it's mm-hmm. a type of poison probably but i think they're kind of less memorable well, compared sure. to what's really cool about stinging nettles is that they can you can pop a balloon with them i think what yeah okay i've got loads of balloons at home because we've just had a party and we've got stinging nettles in our front garden. I'm going to go out and Try pop all the balloons. Because, because they're like, they're basically hypodermic needles. Wow. Mm. They just inject poison into you. Okay, well, mm. w- as you're listening to this, go onto the Side Guys Instagram, <laughs> at Side Guys Pod. You're going to record a video. I will record my attempt to pop Do the it. balloons with 
stinging nettles, and I'll put it up there when this episode goes up. Wait, it's either you can pop one with you can pop one with them, or they're so sharp that it doesn't pop the balloon. That doesn't make it. Any- oh, because it goes through. Yeah, because it goes through, fine. and it's so because it's so th- it's so thin. So the giant hogweed. It's it's very similar to the witchbane, but it's just on a on a way bigger scale. If you touch it, it leaves a sap on you, and then you blister and burn in sunlight. So is that which is that, isn't fun? But this is a poison garden. Is that technically poison? So because it's just creating a horrible it is, effect. It is a phototoxic so, poison, so I guess it can kill you. But it's, so a poison, I think that's a bit of a reach. Well, a poison is a is a very broad term, right? Effectively, mm. it it if it interrupts your body's processes for a negative effect. It's a poison, but but that's not interrupting your body's processes. It's just burning you. It's like it's, you wouldn't say a stove is interrupting it's your, your body's. It's processes. making you. It's burning you by making your skin more sensitive to sunlight. Is it okay? Fair yeah, it's enough. it's mm. it's interrupting your body's processes to make your skin more sensitive to sunlight. I guess I don't know how it works because I I figured when you were talking about it that it takes in the sunlight, say, and turns it into heat, and then no. your body burns. So yeah, s- sunlight can give you usually a first degree burn. Um, so a first degree burn is the surface layer. Um. A second degree burn will blister, and a third degree burn is right through to the epidermis. A, yes, a lower layer of flesh. How deep is that though? Because it's only like a millimeter or two, isn't it? Yeah, it's not very deep. Yeah, it's, it's not, not hugely deep. deep. I mean, it's, it's deep in it's better like how, your skin. Yeah, it's quite deep <laughs> for your skin. It's quite deep. Um, but but yeah, it it makes your skin more sensitive to sunlight rather than constant. It's not like a magnifying right, glass okay, so much as it yeah. is. Hey, skin. You can't defend against UV rays anymore. <laughs> That's yeah. good luck. I don't know how it would kill you. I guess I don't know. I think I do take issue with you can die from from just excessive burns. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. Another plant in the garden is called Atropa belladonna. That's pretty, Ah. isn't it? Pretty belladonna is actually Italian for beautiful woman. What's Atropa Italian for? Good question. (laughs) Good question, beautiful woman. Good question, beautiful woman. (laughs) Thank you. Well, this plant is also known as deadly nightshade. Oh, yeah, I know this. Yeah, you know this. Yeah. Deadly Nightshade produces these very juicy looking black berries. They look like blackberries, mm. but they're deadly blackberries. Hang on. I go to the I go to the forest sometimes and eat the blackberries. You you can tell a bramble from a blackberry. You should be able to tell a, a bramble from a deadly nightshade. Yeah, but I've never paid attention to I've just thought then you're it's a like, fool. These are definitely blackberries. Yeah. You're a, a, if, you're a fool. <laughs> It, they look a lot better than blackberries, so if it looks too nice... They looked really good, to be fair. <laughs> well, you're not dead, that's all. <laughs> I think you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> so three of these berries, only three, is enough to kill a child. Oh, okay. Oh, enough child. to kill a child. I am a child, and I've eaten more than three, so... I remember when mm. my, my granddad moved to this big house out in the country, and there were brambles, there, were, like, there was fruit and stuff growing all throughout the garden, and it was like, you cannot eat any of this, because... Really? Most, he just wanted it all for himself. Well, no, most, <laughs> like, Greedy. A, lot of, a lot of poisonous berries and stuff look really good. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, they look like you know those. Little, <laughs> there's these little red berries on the way home, like on the way home um, from the station. Oh, like, I growing think, from trees. I think I know where you're talking and every about, single yeah. time I see them, I want to eat them. So, if you want to know where Corey and James live, look for tasty berries. <laughs> <laughs> but if, isn't the, a rule of nature like don't eat black or red things? Usually, yes. don't eat things that are black or red. Don't eat things that are black or red because it might be poison. Right, well, I'm not going to the forest again. Bright colors, <laughs> bright colors mean poison. And black. And black. It's, star. Is it's a star. Equally bright. Yeah. The it, black is the brightest <laughs> of all the colors. Basically, just don't eat stuff you don't know what it is. Yeah. I, and that's a lesson I've learned today. Thanks, James. Just go to Sainsbury's. Or feed it to a child. <laughs> Ingesting these berries can lead to... I don't know why the first one says dry mouth. That's very... That's very. 
Oh no, my mouth is oh, so dry. No, I've been poisoned. Ingesting <laughs> these berries can lead to dry mouth, dilated pupils, vomiting, drowsiness, delirium, and in the worst non-fatal cases, convulsions and comas. Very oh. nice. Mm. If you eat too many of them, they will kill you though. But they're um, just so Moorish. I can't stop. <laughs> My mouth is so dry, but I need more. <laughs> Maybe if I eat more, my mouth will get less dry. <laughs> it's just getting more dry. The more we talk about Maybe it. Maybe I'll eat more. The more we talk about it, the, the drier my mouth is. I'm, just, like, I'm just getting really hungry thinking of these really juicy berries. <laughs> Someone send us some deadly nightshade, please. I would like no, to try it. don't send us some deadly <laughs> nightshade. Please don't. Three berries can kill a child, Let's right? Up Trevor Jones. Therefore, I can have one. Yeah. So I'm good. I, I can it have one to, berry. It will lead to vomiting, drowsiness, delirium. I'm usually, like, it's just vomiting and being drowsy. That's fine. Is that worth that. one berry? I want to see what it's like. I actually, <laughs> I actually found nothing about how they actually taste. So maybe they taste nice. I mean, I feel like if they tasted really good, they wouldn't be advertising it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the tastiest. Maybe that's the thing. Imagine Deadly Nightshade doesn't do any of this. They're just really, really tasty. Yeah. And people oh. don't want them eating them. Yeah. Maybe imagine if you like looked it's like up a the berry. In club. None you... of these plants are deadly. They just taste really good. Yeah. That's what it is. And the, the queen wants to eat them all for herself. <laughs> so she's spreading disinformation. Nobody <laughs> eats the berries that are very tasty. <laughs> and then you spot her in the dead of night, <laughs> face covered in berry juice. <laughs> <laughs> I love berries. <laughs> no one will ever believe you. Mine, all mine. <laughs> so I hear you asking. Yes. Where does it get the name Atropa Belladonna from? Oh yes, that's because Belladonna <laughs> means beautiful woman in Italian, and it got this name from Venice, which is in Italy. Which is in Italy. That would make sense. <laughs> that would make sense, and it comes from the fact that Venetian ladies used to take these berries. And they would squeeze the juice into their eyeballs. What? So that their pupils would dilate. And that was seen, that was like conventionally pretty in Venice back then. Man, that's some messed up stuff. Yeah. Basically, women so, use poisons in weird ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's really strange. So they were they were the magical be- beautiful berries. You don't need big pupils. You You're beautiful, beautiful anyway. Yeah, crazy Venetian ladies. You don't need slightly bigger pupils <laughs> to be pretty. A lot of them, a lot of them, wouldn't lead to blindness though, as oh, yeah. a triple belladonna does. It does and lead so to blindness. It does lead to blindness. Oh. So these ladies would squeeze the juice in to make themselves pretty for so many years, and then they'd eventually just go blind. The curse. I mean, there's, there's a, there's, I think there's a Greek tale about things, that. The things a, people do for beauty. There's a Greek myth or something about that, or there's some kind of like moral story where it's like. You get beauty, but then you go blind and you can't see your beauty and you realize that beauty was pointless the whole time. So that's quite lovely, really. It's a lovely little, little tale of... It's lovely that these women that went, these blind. went blind. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. It's a lovely moral to a horrible story. I know you're blind, but it's very good for this moral story <laughs> I've made. I get what you mean. Stop, stop <laughs> misrepresenting everything I say. <laughs> let's, leave, let's leave the berries off there. We're going to move on to another plant called henbane. Is that to keep hens away? <laughs> I really wish it was. It's very similar to a tropobelladonna. It's though. very similar. It's very similar <laughs> to a tropobelladonna. <laughs> but instead of berries, it flowers instead. And the flowers are very, like, exactly the same to a tropobelladonna. But instead of tasting them, they let off a, a scent. Hmm. They release it into the air instead. Um, and if you get too close or if you inhale something. Whoa, it's like an airborne poison. It's like an airborne poison. Wow. 
That's not fair. I know. So if you get too close to it. <laughs> That's not fair at all. Because like the whole thing about poison is to stop you from, you know, damaging the plant. Yeah. That's why it would have evolved. Yeah. But like, this is like, don't even come near me, man. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. I'll yeah. kill you. It's like, it's like the plant equivalent of like a spitting cobra. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's not fair. You're not even, you're too close to my personal space. Stay away or you are dead. Yeah. At this point in the tour, when, when the, when the gardener points it out, he's, he it forces you to stay back and he's <laughs> like, don't get too close to this one because they have about, I think he said on average three faintings per week. Wow. Because of people getting too close. It, I it, just they put it, go near it. They put it down to henbane. Question. Um, so much to the point where they had to install a bench next to the henbane. <laughs> well, a bit further away from the henbane. A bench next to it. Not next I know to what it. to do. Let's set people down next <laughs> to this deadly plant. They installed a bench a healthy distance away from the henbane so that when people, because they have so, they can get up to three a day, they said, but the average is about three a week. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Has anyone ever died in the poison garden? I don't think so. He, someone has died because of it. People have died because of it, yeah. What do you mean? As in... A, the poisons take longer to kill you than it takes yeah, yeah, to get you Yeah, that's what I mean. Garden. Has anyone died as a result of being in the poison garden? There was, there was a gardener that was thought to have died because of, the, because of working in the poison garden. And that was put down to a plant called Aconitum napellus, which is also known as monkshood. Uh, which is in Harry Potter. You use it to make a... <laughs> monk's blood and wolf's bane. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. To make yeah. An, what is it? To make a... What's the difference between uh, monk's monkshood and wolf's, wolf's bane? bane? I don't know, sir. Uh, well, yeah. there's the same oh, plant. Yeah, Shut yeah, up, yeah, Hermione. Yeah, yeah okay. I remember that now. Um, so yeah, he was working with Aconitum. And several days later, he was down somewhere closer to London. This was in 2015. And he just died. Oh, people just die sometimes. People just die sometimes. And it was put down to working with Aconitum. Yeah. Aconitum, so, is that like Aconite in Harry Potter? I guess it is. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of Harry Potter references in this. Is there any dittany? Yes. You can use that to heal any wound. A dittany doesn't exist though. I was going to say it, it speeds up time <laughs> on the wound. It's not a thing. That has My any research wasn't in the real world. <laughs> My research wasn't thorough enough. <laughs> Speaking of Wolfsbane, yes, Wolfsbane is in the garden. Oh, mm. okay. Wolfsbane was actually used uh, in a. There was a giant murder trial. About 10 years ago, I think. Someone killed a giant? Where? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I have to double check all my words now. <laughs> there, was a, there was a murder trial about 10 years ago where a lady put wolfsbane in her ex-partner's curry. Oh, yeah. Hence the killer curry. Wow, you did it. Yeah, I did it. We got there. We got there. Um, so after she had a falling out, with her ex-partner she they had they spent some time apart but then he ended up getting a new partner and they got engaged and she didn't like this very much so she snuck into his house where him and his new fiance were staying and she put some wolfsbane in his curry just mix it in so they were cooking a curry she snuck in they put were, it in whilst they were cooking the while curry. they were cooking the curry i don't wow. i don't know how this came about i don't know how <laughs> she didn't get caught maybe she did get caught i don't know i mean she must have got caught if there was a murder trial yeah <laughs> but yeah. even then i would just not eat the curry but imagine presenting that in court as like your explanation for the murder that like she snuck in the house whilst they were cooking curry and put this ob- obscure plant in the curry she put some wolf away she put some seeds in she, Look, crushed, she just crushed up the seeds and sprinkled the seeds in. Wow. if i was in that jury i would be i would not i would not agree with that i would and genuinely find her not guilty do you know if the husband the, the ex-husband died and the new partner so the ex-husband died he collapsed i think it was in a, within hold on let me double check i think it was in a few hours 
Um, so yeah, after heeding his curry, he went back for a generous second helping. <laughs> Fatal. <laughs> don't be greedy. Yeah. It's gluttony. There you go. That's another moral story for oh, you. Luke. No, don't get seconds of curry. <laughs> and it was said just that curry. It, sounds, it, it was. It was. They said. It, they say it was actually the second helping that killed him because he he died oh, within a few hours. This does sound like an like an Indian fable. Like, I think. Don't hog all the curry. If that's I'm, actually if, really funny. <laughs> um, his fiance, however, she had a fight for her life in hospital. She had a close call with death, but she ultimately survived. Because she didn't get seconds. And testified. Because she didn't get seconds. Wow. Do you know what? That's and the she thing, te- though. She testified. That's the thing. Don't be gluttonous and you might survive being exactly. poisoned. Exactly. Wow. Great message. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aesop. Now we come to a plant called Mandragora. Ah, Ooh. Mandrake or Mandragora. Also known as Mandrake. It looks like a little baby. It does. Mandrake has become quite popular. That's over my the past favorite. couple decades. Yeah. Do you know why? Well, it's because in Harry Potter, this little book, they pull it up. And what's really great about it is that the reason why it's like tied to the Harry Potter story is because if you actually pull up a real mandrake mm-hmm. plant, the root does look like a little it baby. It looks weirdly like a human. So yeah. That's what that, like that's all that lore in Harry Potter comes from actual real life lore that people thought mm. that it was a little baby. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing about, and about the people thing- actually reported that they heard screaming when they used to pull it up, which yeah. is where the screaming comes really? from. Really? Yeah. My favorite thing about the mandrakes in Harry Potter is when Professor Sprout says that they're nearly ready. Yeah. She says, um, soon they'll start moving into each other's pots, yeah. which is like a really obscure way of saying the mandrakes are getting horny. The thing is, like, if you if you read the, it, this is completely absent in the oh, film. Oh, sorry, sorry. The, the sentence is, as soon as they start moving into each other's pots, we'll know they're fully mature. <laughs> and it's like, wow, horny mandrakes. Oh. If you read the, this is absent from the films. If you read the books, you do get like, the life cycle of the mandrakes yeah. just periodically yeah. throughout the yeah. books as they're waiting for them to grow up. Although the the story does go that the, you know they get they become horny mandrakes and then we kill them yeah. and use them to <laughs> wow to unpetrify some children. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about mandrake though is that the entire plant is poisonous. Sad. And so eating it or well, don't eat know, babies. Don't eat babies. Don't basically. eat anything with a face. Just try not to eat any babies. Well, yeah, but they probably in Harry Potter they probably cook it. Whereas if you ate ma- raw mm. mandrake, it's poisonous. But maybe when you cook it, well, it's a potion. It into maybe a potion, yeah. Because mm. a, a lot of the like they use monk's food and wolfsbane and stuff, and that's poisonous. That's poisonous. poisonous. But they use magic to uh, make it. Of course, there's one more plant I want to talk about. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like it's actually yes. <laughs> Cannabis. It sounded like you were setting up Can- for a stoner oh, talk. Yes. What? Because it's-, it's the only plant in the garden that's kept in a cage. <laughs> I cannot believe I guessed that correctly. It's kept in a it's cage. Kept in a cage. Yeah. Don't let just- it escape. <laughs> is that to stop all the teenagers that are going past from like <laughs> nicking a few buds? Basically, I also think it's part of their license because they have they have a, a license from the Home Office to grow cannabis. That is hilarious. That Let me they get back to have a that. garden full of poisonous stuff and they put cannabis yeah. in a cage. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Because here's 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 what it is. They've actually they're actually drug dealers. Right. And the poisonous oh. stuff is to keep people away from their from, cannabis from their crop. Oh. <laughs> That's why it's in a cage. <laughs> no, I thought it was in a cage because it's really strong and it would fight. It's like the Hulk. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is green. <laughs> Just like Most the Hulk. plants are green. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Hulk. I'd wager a bet that at least 60% of the plants we've spoken about today are green. Wait, hang on. But So can can the Hulk photosynthesize? 
Not everything that's green is has chloroplasts, Luke. <laughs> but there's no law that says he can't. had one of these plants. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's you... been smoking weed. That's what's happened. Sorry. That hit was too big. <laughs> Cannabis, it kills, kids. The reason it's in there yeah. is because... It's the poisonous du- to the minds of children, James. Yes, it is. That's, that's it. Oh, is that actually the why? Duchess of Northumberland, Jane Percy requested that it be in there to teach children about the dangers of drugs. Okay, what's happening here is I keep saying ridiculous things and, and they, they keep coming to be true. true. That's you, exactly why I wanted to talk about it. Are you telling me that they made this entire poison garden just to say drugs are bad? Yes. I've gone from loving this garden to hating this garden. <laughs> that is the they funniest They not put any of the dangerous drugs in. Like, yeah. look, weed is illegal and that is, you know, that's fine. It, mm-hmm. Whatever reason... Other other drugs it is, can properly kill you. It is yes. arguably the least. This is the, this, it's, yeah. the, it's the le- it's the least offensive. That's the mad. least dangerous. Uh-huh. They haven't put like heroin poppies. Poppies. In there. Pop- no. Are there poppies in there? No, potentially. Uh, no one mentions it. They only that is so cannabis. funny. That is like mm. so clearly like the most transparent propaganda I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, the, <laughs> they yeah. built a whole poison garden to go just to hide the fact bad. they've got some cannabis because it's dead. Ce- I'm pretty sure it's dead center in the garden. I bet they do three. <laughs> it's a, gi- it's a well. giant <laughs> cage, and you can just see the the cannabis growing inside. Imagine building an entire <laughs> garden that could possibly kill children. Bear in mind there are there are like berries there that three of them <laughs> a kid is gone. That causes just three, to tell three them people on average per week to faint from smoking yeah, exactly. too much weed exactly <laughs> just to take people just to, to go, tell kids did you know drugs are bad hey see this plant see how it looks you don't touch this plant wow mm-hmm. that's like an evil garden and all of the Eden. ones that can actually kill you are not caged <laughs> that's so funny it's, it's literally a reverse garden of eden where the one harmless thing is in the center and you're, <laughs> and you're definitely not allowed to touch it but go around all these dangerous things good going jane percy <laughs> That's so funny. I'm so I know. Mad. I know. That's why I wanted to leave it to the end because it's just like such a downer. <laughs> it's like oh, so disappointing. <laughs> and that is the episode. Well done, James. Good, job. Good episode. <laughs> I'm glad. listening you can find the full references for this episode in the description subscribe for new episodes every monday and why not leave us a nice wee review you can find and contact us on sci guys pod on twitter facebook and instagram you can follow me at jampkin everywhere you can follow me at not cory everywhere and you can follow me to the poison garden for the end of the awesome <laughs> cannabis <laughs> <laughs> drugs are bad goodbye goodbye bye <laughs>